in a world that's moving at a fast pace and the use of social media on the rise with billions of content to consume it's almost impossible to keep up with what we value the most in life Hi guys, my name is Olivia Tutu, the host of Unscripted with Lead, a podcast that will change your life. I'm talking about raw, relevant, yet relatable conversations with go-getters, trendsetters, and inspirational figures. Join Lead every Thursday at 6 p.m. Central African time on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Anchor FM, and YouTube. Unscripted with Lead. Another week, another episode. Welcome to Unscripted with Leave, and I'm your host, Olivia Tutu. Thank you so much for the feedback that season four has received. I am greatly overwhelmed with the response. And of course, as you know, I genuinely love money. <laughs> I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know. But yeah, I love money. And what better way to have money conversations than with money experts, people that value their money and want their money to work for them. In today's episode, as you've seen from the title, I am with Chanozia, who's going to basically help us dissect money as a love language. But of course, before we get into all the nitty gritties of money being a love language, I'm going to to ask her a few personal questions and then dive into the actual conversation. Chanozia, welcome to Inscripted with Liv. Thank you so much for having me, Olivia. This has been a while coming. Yes, it has been a while coming. <laughs> We've been planning it. Yeah, and I'm glad it's finally happening today. Yes. Yeah. Um just for that one person who probably doesn't follow you or who hasn't come into contact with your work. Yeah. Who would you say Chanozia is? Yeah. So, I'm basically a financial literacy educator mm-hmm. and I run a financial coaching business. So, everything I do, so with that's on social media where I teach people about finances or through my products and services where I actually work hand in hand with clients mm-hmm. to helping them manage their money better. Everything I do is under this vision of I want to see a generation of financially literate Africans who are active investors in their home countries. So that's basically a, sna- a very snapshot view of me. I'm a financial mm-hmm. educator, talk about money, love everything to do with money as well. <laughs> nice. Similar with uh-huh. you. Um, one of the things that I wanted to do was to extract some information about you that is not financially related. Yes. But that was unsuccessful because mm. there's practically nothing because I remember you put up a post that you said what you do over the weekends is go through your spreadsheet and stuff like that and I'm yeah. like okay yeah you know <laughs> and we're recording on a Friday um <clears throat> what's that one thing you do for fun that's not related to finances in any way in any way yeah oh my goodness I love love Grey's Anatomy I feel uh-huh. like I have watched Grey's Anatomy <laughs> very embarrassing mm-hmm. probably maybe over like <laughs> 10 times and yeah. like I mean start to where we are today so watching series is something that i absolutely absolutely love doing Mm um i also like just spending time with my friends like i'm quite introverted so meaning the people who are super close to me Mm -hmm. i love spending time with them i'm not like a crowd crowd person i'm like a very intimate person so hopefully then this conversation will be better because we're just the two of us the other (laughs) person we're just the two of us just the two of us yeah exactly would you go to a concert if i invited you a concert (laughs) Is it like a private concert where no, we just the two of no, us like watching? A bunch of people. 
I mean, it's like a lot of people there. I mean, I would, but I have to like charge my battery. Like introverts will understand. Mm-hmm. I have to tra- charge my battery for like maybe yeah. a good two weeks before that day, mm-hmm. so that I'm able to actually engage with. Engage. Yeah. Probably plan out the whole. Plan out script. the whole. Literally. <laughs> what to say? How literally. to say it? How to act and stuff like 100%. that. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um. One of the things that made me follow you on social media is how you've made investing in stocks very simple. Yeah. It made me feel like I should probably invest in stocks but i will explain why i don't think yeah. i should yeah. <laughs> going forward but yeah, um when did you start and why did you start yeah so i mean investing in stocks in particular i only started last year but my investing journey goes as far back as 2016 somewhere there mm-hmm. so it's been a while um since what was I, your first investment vehicle my first investment vehicle was actually unitrust believe oh, it or not nice. and you know because people always think it would be stocks because i talk about stocks all the lot. time <laughs> yeah so it's like no i actually started with unitrust that um went into government securities i've mm. done fixed deposits i've done everything stocks were basically the thing that i got into last year mm-hmm. and i guess that's where i also started my pages mm-hmm. and that's when people got to know about me so i think that's how they affiliate me with stocks, stocks. all the time yeah um the reason why i asked why you started investing is one of my goals my financial goals this year is to get started with investing yeah but i didn't know which investment vehicle to start with and yeah. so i think i i dmj and i asked you yes. to say what advice would you give someone who wants a to student. start out a student yes. uh, and that's because i think for different investment vehicles there's like different financial goals attached that's to them true. and so i wanted i genuinely wanted to start investing in stocks because oh my god chanazi is investing yeah. in, in yeah. stocks yeah but then i realized I asked myself actually and I still don't have an answer to that. It's like yeah. why am I starting my investment yes. journey? What yeah. do I want out of it? And so for you um as a person as an individual, yeah. why did you start your investment journey? That's a good question. So um I have shared this before on other platforms, but mm-hmm. essentially um I went to South Africa literally by the absolute absolute sacrifice of my parents for my university. Yeah. And like school fees were always always a struggle and my parents did everything they could and I even knew, you know when you're at school and you're like listen, the money is going to run out. Like if yeah. you don't have a plan for the next years, you're not going to be able to do your honors, you're not going to be able to do your master. Like there's no money for that. Mm-hmm. And so at that time I mean I was just like what 18 19 18 19 somewhere there i started thinking like okay i need to move away from expecting that my parents are the ones who are going to always just struggle to take me through school Mm -hmm. like and i had this idea when i was a kid i always used to say this at the time i don't think it was even because of any financial struggles struggles or anything Mm -hmm. i'd always say i want my brain to take me to school i want my brain me to think about how I can actually go through school like my brain should be smart enough to take me through school mm-hmm. i didn't know what that meant but now when i was actually in a position where it's like okay like my brain has to figure out how <laughs> you know yeah. these school fees are going to be paid mm-hmm. i started thinking like you know what, i'm a young i'm a young person but there are all these opportunities um at university to start earning some money you know mm-hmm. like doing part-time jobs whether it's tutoring whether it's being an assistant all these kinds of things and mm-hmm. so i took that on and i started like literally taking on all these part-time jobs at one point i had like four part-time jobs at the same wow. time with school mm-hmm. and as that started happening obviously you go from zero kwacha or zero rand to now you have some money and i think at the back of my mind because i had a goal in mind mm-hmm. of like i need to be able to 
cover for my schooling should my parents not be able to do so but then also i want to be able to be financially free i want to give my kids Mm -hmm. a different kind of story as well that they're able to go through school without any fear of like oh my goodness will you be kicked out of school will you be you know you know just the the struggles of you know finances around schooling Mm -hmm. i'm like i don't want my kids to ever have that and so i started learning about financial literacy Mm -hmm. and it became so like it, it engulfing like i was spending all my time researching and trying to figure out like oh my goodness mm-hmm. there's a way you can grow your money like your money mm-hmm. doesn't have to just sit in a bank account seated earning very little amount yeah. of interest and so i started learning about investments but the problem that i had was i had to realize that the zambian market was not the same as the american market Mm -hmm. and so i had to now go into a lot of research in the zambian market started learning about all the investments here i started my investing journey but essentially everything stemmed from i need to give myself but then also my kids a different story Mm -hmm. and that's basically what prompted the whole journey of financial literacy and investing and that's eventually how even the page was birthed and all of that yeah nice um i i love the fact that you had a bigger goal yeah as compared to oh i need to survive or i need to do a b c d now how important is it uh, for one to define their why when it comes to investing because um, just like expenses are different for different people yeah. I believe also financial goals are different very for different, different people depending yeah. on where you're coming from and what your end goal is yeah yeah it's very important right exactly what you've said that mm-hmm. for someone some, some person at the back of their mind they literally like I need to be able to go to school in the next how, how many years or I need to be able to get married or I want to be able to you know just do different things like we all have different goals and even this thing called financial um, fire right mm-hmm. financial independence retire early this whole movement of where young people want to be able to retire by the time they are 30 even mm-hmm. some you know oh, well. 40 like they don't want to work <laughs> till mm-hmm. they're 60 yeah all those things are going to differentiate how you're going to go about investing so a simple example is if you're trying to get to a goal that you need the money let's say in the next two years mm-hmm. you obviously can't be putting it in an investment that is like super risky where the returns are going up and down because if you're going to need the money in the next two years mm-hmm. that would be very volatile for that yeah. whereas if you have a very long time in an investment even if it goes up and down up and down up and down you have time to be mm-hmm. able to get to that so that is very dependent on what your goals are and it's really important and even in terms of the risk profile you have yeah. right so just because i'm in you know i've invested in stocks some people are literally terrified about Mm -hmm. the idea of seeing their money go from let's say 1000 kwacha to 800 kwacha i can't force you into that you Mm -hmm. know what i mean like i have to respect the fact that we all have different capacities Mm -hmm. to deal with maybe risk and so you have to go with what works for you and that comes with actually knowing what are you trying to achieve and what how does that fit in with also who you are and your personality and Mm -hmm. the things you're interested in so yes it's very very important nice um of course while you're tuned into unscripted with leave make sure you're sipping on some good cup of coffee tea water juice or whatever beverage best suits your needs and of course don't forget to share this episode with two of your favorite people now moving on to the fun and interesting part yes. money as a love language i've heard a lot and half the time when you hear this statement it's coming from the woman yeah half <laughs> the time it's like oh my love language is money and all that yeah and in most cases we basically just look at it from the oh he has to give me money my partner mm-hmm has to give me money Mm. or whenever i need something they have to be able to provide yeah but you posted um a post 
Yeah. You posted a post. <laughs> you put up a post sometime, I think it should be July, yeah. where you spoke about money as a love language and you broke it down into like the five love languages, which is quality time, acts of service, uh, physical touch, gifts, and words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. And I feel like um, I would like to center that because it resonated with where I am. It resonated with um, me looking at money as a love language from a different perspective because yeah. half the time it's always he has to give me money he yeah. has to you know first of all what made you come up with a post yeah so i mean like the, the whole idea of um the five love languages is something that i've known for so many so many years and mm-hmm. it's just it was brilliant because it came from the whole idea of you know we shouldn't want to just show people love the way we want to be loved but we should actually pay attention to what makes mm-hmm. them like happy right because yeah. you know you find certain times maybe in relationships not necessarily only like male female dynamics or whatever mm-hmm. like romantic relationships but actually even platonic where it's like because you like gifts you're always buying someone gifts mm-hmm. but the person doesn't care about gifts yeah. you know and you're showering them with something that they just don't realize that oh okay this is actually someone showing me love yeah. and so the whole idea of the five love languages was really brilliant when i came across it like i can't even remember i was young i was young at the time but it resonated from the perspective of why not learn how to love a person in the language that actually resonates with With them them. Mm -hmm. and so this post was actually it was just a random idea one day i think i don't even know what crossed my mind i think (laughs) just literally being a content creator you're always Mm -hmm. thinking of Of stuff (laughs) what to post and everything Mm -hmm. and i was like you know what i think I feel like doing a rendition of like the five love languages would mm-hmm. be brilliant because I think as you're rightly putting people always talk about money is my love language yeah. I'm like, but practically how can you what does that yeah. mean and so I basically borrowed from his idea of like paying attention to at least maybe the key themes of course people are now saying there are, there are more but the idea is I know his book and I've seen that it's a book that resonated with a lot of people so I'm mm-hmm. like let me use this framework and actually see how the money aspect actually connects with it and I was shocked it actually does connect mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. there are ways to show a person you love them through money which is not only buy them a gift yeah. buy them a gift mm-hmm. buy them a gift or give them the actual money or give them the actual- <laughs> yes exactly yeah so now um we're going to break them down from like the first up until the fifth one yeah just so that we have a rough idea of how it looks like yeah um one of the first you spoke about is quality time yeah in relation to money being a love language yeah how does that work out yeah so this one is all about actually spending time setting financial dates with the people you care about mm-hmm. whether it's your your boyfriend your girlfriend or whether it's a friend to actually now discuss money because mm-hmm. you know when it comes to money i think many people it's quite taboo you know mm-hmm. people don't want to talk can you about discuss it. people's incomes during no, the I, dates <laughs> i mean like it's a thing like dependent on your comfortability yeah. people do but I, I think more so it's about you actually connecting with a person to share with them like listen this is what i've been doing so for example one of the things on my pages that i really speak about is you know we are learning about all these investing things but people want to hold that information to themselves Mm -hmm. and i don't think that's great you know like there are people in your life who may need this information Mm -hmm. and setting up a date with them to tell them like listen i actually started investing in this thing and it's actually like working out for me like what's going on in your life like these are the financial goals that i have i don't know if this is something that would actually be able to help you like i found this person on social media who's helping me with my finances like here's this knowledge and so i don't think it's necessarily only to do with the income that you're earning but Mm -hmm. i think it's just the idea of helping people 
have financially literate conversations mm. and opening that space because yeah. again it's an issue of you you don't go there asking a person what are you earning what are you this oh, what, are, what you? are you doing like, you have like to that. open that mm-hmm. conversation yeah. with if you open up your finances mm-hmm. more likely someone will also feel like ah you know what actually yeah. this is something that i can share with this person because people are going through so much in their finances a lot, you know like a lot. they they want to be able to just be open and say like listen i got scammed i lost all of all this money mm-hmm. and if you don't create that space for like your partner or whether it's your friend to be able to open up mm-hmm. people are committing suicide over finances <laughs> literally like True. remember there was mm-hmm. a guy who committed suicide over a, like what is really genuinely a small amount of debt when you compare it to what the value of life is I think it was like 12,000 question you're like mm-hmm. why would you do such a thing but then mm-hmm. the space if you don't create a space for yeah. people you love to actually be honest and say like listen mm-hmm. this is what I'm going through this is what's going on in my finances yeah. mm-hmm. then you may actually miss out an opportunity to show them love so yes. yeah that's mm-hmm. the idea of quality time like set time couples friends set time to actually have conversations about your finances yeah one of the things that i do is go on solo financial dates especially when i'm like tracking my expenses and like drawing up financial goals and stuff like that i didn't really look at it from the light of okay i should probably do this with friends with family and stuff like that and that's something that i'm open to especially that we've started a new month yeah i'm definitely (laughs) definitely taking someone on a financial date date. yeah yeah um the second one is words of affirmation how is that related to money and it being a love language yeah that's a very beautiful one because i think because i'm i think i also have words of affirmation as one of my key love languages Mm -hmm. and i think it just this one i basically say it remind them that their financial dreams are valid Mm -hmm. i'm telling you olivia i feel like you're still younger in like that student world but i'm telling Mm -hmm. you by the time you start working you know and life starts hitting you responsibilities you start seeing like are these things realistic yeah. like you know mm-hmm. the dream you had of being a millionaire will it happen <laughs> like yeah. when you have all these family members who are requiring this and that black from tax. you black tax mm-hmm. like you can get very jaded with um, life and responsibilities and yeah. I think for people who respond to you know being affirmed in who they are and you know what they care about I think reminding them about their financial dreams you know maybe you heard someone once say that you know what by the time I am 30 I want to have a Range Rover mm-hmm. remind them it's too possible you know yeah. that word can actually like encourage someone to a point of like listen mm-hmm. I'm going to work and it feels like this job is not going anywhere but I've been reminded by a person who cares about me that this thing is possible, possible. like you're going to get your Range Rover I'll get Rover. there I'll get my Range Rover <laughs> and yeah. so I think that's just something for people who feel you know, I just need to be reminded, like, mm. is this thing real? My goals are valid. Am I, are they valid? Yeah. Like, will this happen? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so that's basically words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. I believe every one of us needs to be reminded, reminded. every once in a while. Yeah. Because sometimes when you just kept the goals to yourself it sort of feels like like you said when you hit rock bottom you don't even know where to start from yeah but then if you have the quality time and you express yourself you tell people what your goals are and stuff like that and then they affirm them when you need it or sometimes when you don't even know you need Need it it, you know yeah yeah um the third one is acts of service Mm. (sighs) acts of service when i heard acts of service just you know like buy me stuff when i need it yeah, you know yeah. stuff like that yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and i think you know this is one of the love languages i remember when i was researching it um a while back which most people don't tend to like when their partner has that one because it's just like so you want me to do things when you when i don't want to do them. like the things yeah. that would be hard mm-hmm. for me are the things that make you happy, happy. like and 
I think at the end of the day, I, I think many, many people sometimes are just, there's a lot going on in your finances to mm-hmm. know that, for example, so what I basically said is like, have a small emergency fund for their needs, right? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, like, yeah, words are beautiful. Tell me my financial dreams are valid. But yeah. like right now, I have a need. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can you come through for me? Right. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I think someone once said, like, if you can't, if you don't have five people who you can call or whatever in in a genuine emergency then you need to check your circle right mm-hmm. like who cannot like produce some finances to when actually you help you it. when you need it you need to check your circle mm-hmm. and i think this just goes back to the fact that at the end of the day when it comes to finances money is important like the mm-hmm. actual money, money when the need <laughs> arises mm-hmm. Is important. So I think mm-hmm. even for us as Africans, mm-hmm. the idea of black tax, I think we have we have issues with it and I get where it comes from, but I mm-hmm. think we also have to remember that we are in a poverty stricken continent, continent and country. Mm-hmm. And so there will be needs that will come up. Yeah. And instead of being shocked by them, mm-hmm. why not actually change that to being like this is me actually loving a person? Yeah. This is me actually providing for my family mm-hmm. in a time of need i'll put aside some money just in case something is needed so instead of being shocked and always stressed by black, black tax, tax and actually account for it mm-hmm. exactly and instead of complaining actually account for it mm-hmm. and actually say this is there mm-hmm. for the people i love yeah when they most need it nice now we've come to my favorite uh-huh. i genuinely <laughs> love this one because actor cash is involved yes. physical touch yes this is- <laughs> I think a lot of women are definitely going to agree with me. Physical touch is absolutely because yes. it sort of validates the whole actual my love language is money. Thing. Yes. Yeah. So physical touch, how can it be expressed as a love language? Yes. With money. With involved? money involved. You know what's so funny? This was yeah. actually the hardest to come up with because I'm like, what am, I, what am I going to say? Mm. Like that will be related to money, and I'm like, you know what? People just like money. We so like essentially, <laughs> just hold their hand and leave it with cash. Right? You know, like nothing needs to be said no. nothing needs no to words. be done <laughs> you don't have to buy me like i will buy myself that gift i will yes. i will choose what i want mm-hmm. to use that money for so yeah. just give me the, the money. money like you know you see that people just respond very positively mm-hmm. to just seeing an airtel money notification ha, that like, one hit you know different. Like, why are we wasting time don't uh-huh. be don't be like no i'll buy you this i'll buy you mm-hmm. this like just give, give me, me money <laughs> so you know i give think mm-hmm. for people who you know respond well to like you know like a tap on the hand and you know just being held and everything i think that whole put their put some money in their, their hand, hand yeah i think mm-hmm. it just yeah and then also there's the, there's the aspect of people not always speaking about whatever financial challenges exactly. they're going through so you might think oh going on a date with me will help yeah. or getting an emergency exactly. but then it's not all emergencies that are open up to yeah. but if you are able to like give, me the, give money, me the money i will I'll know, figure you know, out like my... oh, okay that emergency mm. i wanted to take care of it's going to be taken care of yes. by the money that i've received exactly so that this one is absolutely my favorite yeah. <laughs> because it's it just it's yeah, making some, sense many know? people resonated with that yeah. as well because you want money you know there are times when you want to buy stuff that you can openly speak about yeah and so when somebody gives you money you get to do what you, you have get to, to do with your money exactly. yeah the last one is gifts gifts um i think this one is just about changing the direction when it comes to the gifts that we have 
been used to mm-hmm. right so there's nothing wrong with flowers there's nothing wrong with watches and and socks and all the things that we buy socks. <laughs> and the things <laughs> that we buy i'm sure the socks. men would would disagree like no, no don't no buy socks. no no socks, socks. no yes. socks. yeah <laughs> so instead yeah what i said is that you know what let's get into the habit of actually giving people ownership mm. right like let's ownership. change that narrative like mm-hmm. when a kid is born Diapers will be used and will be pooped on and weeded on and thrown. Thrown, yeah. Why not actually give this baby some ownership into companies through shares mm-hmm. that listen? When you're born, you're, you're very small. You don't even know anything to do with Shoprite or whatever mm-hmm. company. But by the time you're 18, you have literally a whole portfolio of finances ready for you mm-hmm. to be able to help you get that you get started with your life that mm-hmm. you don't have to start from. So imagine if everyone at a baby shower, you know, mm-hmm. instead as not. Removing the other gifts, but as part of it, as part just of the gifts, hundred kwacha mm-hmm. of of stocks, five hundred kwacha of, of stocks, stocks. That goes a very very long way. And so I think when it comes to the gifts idea, I think it's just a thing of let's start helping our friends and our families and our partners build mm-hmm. wealth. Nice. Let's buy them gifts that actually last a lifetime, that That's last a, a generation, mm-hmm. that something years from now someone can look back and say, you know what. My mom, maybe she passed on when I was 10, mm-hmm. but she left me a gift that I am so grateful for all these years later. Yeah. Or my friend who I, I met when I was whatever bought me these shares and mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for that friendship because I can look back and look at this company when those dividends come in and yeah. you're like, I am grateful for it. Mm-hmm. So I think when it comes to gifts, there's nothing wrong with all the gifts that we're used to. Let's just add shares as a part of that. Like, let me buy you some shares because they're also very affordable. Mm-hmm. Hundred kwacha, five hundred kwacha. You're able to buy them for mm-hmm. your friend or your for for your family on their birthday. So yeah. Mm-hmm. But of course, if if you're going to do the whole buying, you probably need to also get financial knowledge as well. Yeah. Because you wouldn't just want to get shares anywhere. However, yeah. yeah. There's like a bunch of do's and don'ts when it comes to investing right yeah and so even as you are trying to work around um gifting people with ownership it's important that you acquire the knowledge that's needed because you might get shares in a company that's not doing well that's something that i'm learning because now (laughs) i've told myself by end of september i definitely need to uh invest as much as i can i don't know how that's gonna happen happen. but yeah yeah i've started reading and i've started doing my research Mm -hmm. and yeah um now that you've explained all this would you say you practice uh these love languages in your life with the people that are close to you let me look at them again so the ones that are most prominent in my life Mm -hmm. quality time Mm -hmm. i spend lots of time with my friends with my family the whole day day, literally (laughs) just like guys let's have conversations let's have honest honest conversations healthy healthy conversations conversations about money that's Mm -hmm. a very important thing for me because i do not believe in winning alone Mm -hmm. and when it comes to the people who are actually very close to me i'm very vulnerable about my finances Mm -hmm. like they know my numbers they know what my business is going through they know when i'm struggling they know mm-hmm. they know everything, everything. Yeah. and i think that's a very it's a very safe space where people can be able to grow together in mm-hmm. their finances yeah. and actually move together towards your goals because mm-hmm. i don't believe you know you you become a millionaire and then your friends are still struggling how is that mm-hmm. not some people would actually say it's non it's lonely at the top it's exactly because you're they, didn't alone. Bring, they didn't bring people along also mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. right so maybe sometimes it's other issues but sometimes it's 
were you telling your people what you were doing mm-hmm, so that they could mm-hmm, also get mm-hmm. in on it yeah. you know one of the things that i usually do is with my friends i try by almost to have conversations around money yeah i don't even hide my finances yeah but then it's shocking that when they are getting paid they don't say they don't anything. Want anything and it's like i don't <laughs> want to get your money like yeah. i just want to know how you're moving in yeah. your finances because it not only helps me understand when you're struggling and also help me know how to come in but it also motivates me like yes. oh my friend is actually making more how are yeah. you doing it how how can i also tap into yeah. that but half the time one thing that i've noticed is that a lot of people don't want to share about their incomes they don't. they will tell you everything, everything else but how what? much they make yeah you that's know? a very true thing i think now i used to feel the exact same way now mm-hmm. because i'm a financial coach people even give me the information even without asking without yeah. being my mm-hmm, clients mm-hmm. but it is true that i think people just feel there's a lot of emotion attached to, to that number you know like <laughs> yeah. are you going to to judge me are or maybe you... is it also the aspect of you 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 tie your self-worth to how much you're making yeah and i think it's but it's not even only you tying it to that but i think mm-hmm. it's the fear that other people are tying your self-worth to that so uh. that, that when you look at me you are going to judge me based off of what you think I'm, I'm earning. I'm, yeah. So if you hear I'm earning this, you're going to scale me up and start figuring out where mm-hmm. I fit in that, you know, <laughs> the bracket. in the brackets. <laughs> like, you know, am I above? Am I below? Yeah. Am I here? Am I there? And yeah. all of that. But I, but despite that, I do still encourage that people need to find the spaces where they can have those conversations. Because as you're rightly mm-hmm. saying, yeah. right, when you start knowing these things, like the conversations I have with my friends, like you're able to propel each other mm-hmm. and be like, listen girl you can get more money than yeah. this mm-hmm. right people like the reason why many times then like when it comes to like the the, the gender parity issue when it comes mm-hmm. to like incomes yeah many women don't know that they can actually earn more, more because mm-hmm. they don't know that and oh the other person is making this much. this is how much you're earning mm-hmm. so yeah. if those conversations were being had in safe spaces where it's just like let's just be honest mm-hmm. guys like yeah. is this a normal amount to be earning at mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. you know about the amount of qualifications i have yeah so i think that's something that it's hard and it's not easy but i think when you find those spaces and if someone is opening that space up for you to feel safe i mm-hmm. think take it because yeah. i promise you when you open up that financial side of things Mm -hmm. the conversations you have just get different like you're just like let me you know business ideas all these kinds of things like that's Mm -hmm. the reason why even with my services it's helpful because clients are so vulnerable Mm -hmm. now we're able to talk about things like these are the next steps this is what you get to do this is and they get excited because like i don't get to talk about this anywhere else Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but now if you can't come for a service you need to have a space where you can have that same experience mm -hmm. so when it comes with being open yeah now you've spoken about your clients and your business yeah. and who is your target market let's start yeah. from there because yeah. i think um i've seen the prices yeah and they are affordable for people who work yeah but actual students and this is um one of the things that i've told myself to do especially while i'm still at yeah. university yeah is to get as many people as I can to embark on their personal financial journey. journey. So yeah. half the time when I'm on campus, actually wherever I am, I speak about money and I don't know as much, but I'm in a space where I'm learning and so whatever mm-hmm. I learn, I will share. Yeah. And one of the things that I'm uh, constantly speaking about is uh, expense tracking, income yeah. tracking so yeah. that I'm aware of how much I'm I'm making and how much is leaving me. And so most of the time to be like, okay, I want to get into this whole investment idea cuz uh, believe it or not there's like a lot of students that are making a lot of money they are, I and know then that. it's like <laughs> how do i 
convert this money into assets mm. like half the time they just want to go out over the weekend mm-hmm. get drunk you know yeah. do all the things buy new latest clothes iPhones yeah. and whatnot and now people are now shifting yeah because uh, I actually have one of my friends she's like I make a lot but I don't know what to do, do with it, it. Yeah. you know and I'm like okay I would like you to invest but I do not have as much information because I haven't started investing and so I don't even know yeah. which vehicles are viable for yeah. you as yeah. of now yeah and so do you have prices that are targeted on a certain market or it's like the same price all yeah. around yeah that's a very good question so i do have different segments in my pricing mm-hmm. so whereas my one-on-ones they tend to as you're rightly saying most of the people who may be able to afford though i've had students come for my one-on-ones mm-hmm. are people who are working but when it comes to my products and my and my classes mm-hmm. those are things that students can save up for and the reason i know that is that mm-hmm. students will pay money for their clothes for their concerts. hair for concerts <laughs> they will find a 400 kwacha for those things mm-hmm. so in my head i'm like you know what it's an issue of also discipline yeah. that you can be able to save up 400 kwacha to come and buy the shareholders companion sheet that will mm-hmm. teach you what you know about stocks that will help you know how you can be able to analyze performance the whole question you're saying mm-hmm. how do you know if a company is actually doing well, well yeah i have a product at 400 kwacha which i believe many students if they are disciplined in their saving mm-hmm. they can be able to save mm-hmm. up 400 kwacha yeah. right so yes i do have services that are more so for a, a, a segment of the population that maybe are working but my classes they are very accessible for even just a student and i've had many many students and when mm-hmm. they come and the reason why i even love it is because I'm getting them while they're still young and mm-hmm. when it comes to investing something you should know obviously by now is starting young mm-hmm. is literally time, time. Is your, your time friend. is your best friend it's mm-hmm. the best asset you have and yeah. that's the thing that I look at my life and I'm like mm-hmm. I was a student when I started yeah. and that's the thing I am the most proud of so when I hear students say yeah no I'm, but channel I should <laughs> I should pay 500 kwacha for this and I'm like okay so just let's look at your finances the past mm, month and let's actually much? track because yeah. that's a very mm-hmm. important thing mm-hmm. let's see where your priorities are and you see that people can afford they're just mm-hmm. choosing what actually matters yeah, to them true. so i do have services and i would encourage even students because i have many students who mm-hmm. are my clients yeah. come and actually see what i have i have products and i have classes that you can get started with mm-hmm. you don't need to have thousands of watch those services yeah. are specifically to be the entry level point where you can actually learn in depth so it's mm-hmm. not even that oh you get less value no you learn in depth less than 1000 kwacha four days me teaching you about all these different investments that you're able to understand mm-hmm. whether it's stocks whether it's bonds unit trust real estate you get to know all these things when you're 20 mm-hmm. things that when you're 30 you look back and be like my degree didn't even give me as much knowledge nah, as right? class. Yeah. and i can tell you mm-hmm. that because I have a degree and I have seen that these things mm-hmm. are good but they're good for the certificate they're not good necessarily for the practicality of real life yeah. like you know when you mm-hmm. get into the real working world mm-hmm. how will this actually be impacting you so the classes very affordable you don't need thousands of kwacha mm-hmm. yeah. come for the class come for the products you you are my target market if you're a student <laughs> nice <laughs> you've heard it from her and also one thing I love is the fact that you not only just sell your products but you also have taken an, an initiative of using social media exactly. there's a lot of content on her facebook page on her instagram account that basically will just get you started on your financial journey now we've come to the end of the episode but before i let you go what's five things i was nah. gonna say <laughs> this five things I'm i have gonna... been asked this five things so many times okay. and i'm just failing at it okay 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 <laughs> just give us um 
advise as young people because yeah. um my my audience is uh comprising of people that are 18 and 27 to 27 yeah. years yeah. old and these are like young people most of them are just getting started with life yeah um what are some of the advices that they should take even as they embark on their personal finance journey and yeah. you know stuff like that so i think i'll leave you with two pieces of advice mm-hmm. the first one is you need to get started with investing and i'll give you a mathematical example so that you can understand what this means this is the part where you get your your notepad and and think about this because it will change your life Mm -hmm. if you actually grasp this yeah so the reason why i say that young people need to start now Mm -hmm. while they're still young not when you're 30 35 but Mm -hmm. while you're still young is this example of let's say you're just planning for retirement a very simple example Mm -hmm. you're planning for retirement and you as a young person you're like ah that retirement thing i'll do with it when i'm older when mm. i have kids married yeah like, it's not for now now it's Honestly, for your law yeah. <laughs> your law is my focus i'm not gonna do that right now mm-hmm. so you have two options you can start at the age of 25 be a wise person or you can say no i'm gonna start at 35 mm-hmm. and the amount we're going to say is that you're just investing 500 quarter per month so this mm-hmm. is not going to be extraordinary amounts of money or whatever 500 quarter per month you've just got inside in your new job you're able to set aside 500 quarter per month but you decided i'll go big chills mm-hmm. that's what my focus yeah, yeah, is yeah. so you can either dedicate that 500 quarter per month for your future or you can decide you're going I'm to gonna wait start at 35 and i'm going to start at 35 mm-hmm. if you get started at 25 planning for your retirement at 55 mm-hmm. that 500 quarter per month will get you over 7 million for you to be able to retire with but before you get to like maybe that's not a lot of money but i want you to compare it to a person mm-hmm. who starts at 35 mm-hmm. a person who starts at 35 so just 10 years later mm-hmm. will have only 1 million kwacha mm-hmm. 1 million kwacha mm-hmm. starting at 35 7 million kwacha because you said at 25 and if you did the mathematics and multiplied how much those 500 kwachas are for 10 years it's mm-hmm. just about 60,000 kwacha mm-hmm. so 60,000 kwacha has gotten you 6 million kwacha more because you started early Mm -hmm. so it's not even because of these are big amounts Mm -mm. this 60,000 kwacha got you 6 million kwacha more because you You started started at 25 Mm -hmm. versus 35 Mm -hmm. now imagine you started at 20 wow I should have started at 18 (laughs) 15 15, Mm -hmm. just putting those small pocket money 10 kwacha 10 10 kwacha here Uh putting it aside Mm -hmm. so when it comes to young people my encouragement to you is you need to get started do not think these things are for when you're older mm-hmm. you need to get started now you now. need to understand compound interest now because once you get it mm-hmm. you will be aggressive the mm-hmm. second thing really maximize on your income earning potential mm. mm-hmm. you are young what you've just said right now i have students who are clients and mm-hmm. i'm like when i was a student was i earning this much money i know <laughs> it's like how how mm-hmm. you guys yeah. are super smart mm-hmm. your brains you guys are exposed to the internet in a way that your your thinking capacities are just very different yeah you're able to make money online mm-hmm. you're able to do so much that you don't have to wait for someone to give you a job mm-hmm. for you to start making yeah. money mm-hmm. and you need to get that out of your mind that i'll have to wait and be an unemployed person wait for people to give me money for me to have a, like for me to have a job for me to get money mm-hmm. you need to maximize right now because while you're a student yeah maybe someone else is paying for your school fees mm-hmm. all that money what does that mean mm-hmm. 
it's for you for you a lot and if you if it's for you it means you can actually invest more mm-hmm. i have students who will actually be millionaires by the time they're 30 nice. do you know how many 30 year olds are looking and wishing they had a million quarter mm-hmm. to their name yeah. but many students can be able to do that because you have a chance of a lifetime while you're in school mm-hmm. think beyond the box don't just think onza mm, don't just think degree. cbu degree what 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 mm-hmm. there are business opportunities that can help you actually make a lot of money yeah. and start your investing journey now mm-hmm. so that you're able by the time you're 30 you're already a millionaire mm-hmm. it's very possible one of the things you said and i quote i don't know if i'll quote it right yeah <laughs> you say before you start making passive income you need to make active, active income. income and when you spoke about um as having um a wider earning power or leverage yes. it all gets back to the fact that we right now have the ability to make as much, much money uh, active income, income as we can exactly. so that when you are 35 when you're 40 and you, you want to worry retire about school fees mm-hmm. there'll be no stressing about your friends yeah. will be look hand to mouth paying for school mm-hmm. fees you your investments will be paying for yeah that. yeah and you will also save your children from going through what you went through exactly. as well exactly yeah. thank you so much for coming through thank you I'm, for I'm having forced me. to ask you for others oh, another thing you'd like to say <laughs> you know what just uh-huh. do it i always like saying just do it whatever mm-hmm. it is that business idea that you have just do it mm-hmm. many times the thing that holds us back is fear mm. but there are people who are doing it while afraid i think mm-hmm. joyce myzon says do it while afraid, afraid. Yeah. why because the more time you waste mm-hmm. opportunities come once in a lifetime mm-hmm. and you want to maximize on them while you have them so nice. just do it do not let fear hold you back nice and also just to add on what she said investment investment and also just your financial journey is a journey so you yes. obviously make mistakes you obviously fall off but that shouldn't let you not to do what you're supposed to do so do it make mistakes learn it's it's a process you get it right you get it wrong you will learn but eventually you get where you want to be when you're disciplined enough and you're consistent at what you do um this has been episode 24 with chanozia who helped us understand more on money being a love language and as usual she had to give us a lot of insights that were out of the topic which is i'm grateful and i'll definitely listen to this episode as many times as i can especially the fact that I um I want to start it on my investment journey. Thank you so much for coming through. Thank you for having me. Um, this has been Unscripted with Liv with your host, Olivia Tutu. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, and Anchor FM as well. And of course, give me those reviews, guys, and send me your voice messages. Uh, I'm going to say what I say all the time before I leave. I don't want to be known for what I'm against. I want to be known for what I'm for. And I am for people, regardless of who you are. I love you, but God loves you more. See you next time. Bye. Are you a startup or established business and you wish to reach out to an audience that will buy into your product or service? Great news! You can now advertise with Unscripted with Leave at affordable rates. What are you waiting for? Take your business to greater heights. Unscripted with Leave.